Hey, what's up and welcome to the Carrington Podcast, your home for all things Manchester United. It's day 11 of year 2020 and we were we were treated to some better football than we expected today. Um, yeah, welcome to the show, guys. Yes, yes we were. Uh, luckily for Dan, he was the one watching the, the goals go in today. Um, but before we get into the games of the day, um, let's do some transfer news, transfer updates. Um We'll start off with youngster Brandon Williams. So uh, he is going to go out on loan um, with Southampton. Once again, the front runners along with um, Newcastle and Norwich also looking at him. Um, with regards to Southampton, they are first evaluating um, possibly other options in defense for themselves. But they are, again, interested in taking Brandon out on loan. Um, with regards to Axel Twanzebi, um, he is looking to go out on loan. He wants first team minutes. He does not want to spend another season as the fourth or slash third choice centre-back option. Um, so he is looking to get some minutes with both Premier League and um, clubs abroad looking to take him out on loan. Um, so that's something to keep your eye, our eye out for. Um, with regards to Dalot, Dalot's loan deal, um, with United potentially looking to save some money because we might be priced out of a deal for Kieran Trippier, of all people. Um, we might look to save some money on, at, at right back and focus on other targets uh, such as centre-back and um, Sancho on the right wing. So we might decide to keep Dalot uh, and not send him back out on loan to AC Milan. And then finally, there are some reports out of Spain saying that we have opened preliminary talks with Villarreal for Pau Torres. Um, Dan knows how much I love Pau Torres. Um, but we have to take all of this news with a very big grain of salt, guys. You know, things can change in a moment and we know how notoriously poor we have been in the transfer market. So take it with a, a pinch of salt, but it is something to keep our eye out for. But let's get into the games for the day, Dan. Tell yeah, me man. what went down in Netherlands v North Macedonia. Yeah, uh, as you said, I was the one treated with the goals today um, while you were... Uh... Spoiled to three goals for your entire day. Three goals. I had three and one. So uh, let me just, <laughs> let me just, you know what I mean? Uh, Netherlands saw North Macedonia out by a three goal to nil victory. Um, North Macedonia really came out in a, a last hurrah of a moment. They played yeah. quite well. Um, don't want to go out laying down, eh? Not a chance, my guy. Not a chance. They played really, really well. Um, I thought they tried to close out uh, Netherlands' attacking threat, but players like Frankie de Jong are so impressive in tight spaces. They they really worked through what North Macedonia were trying uh, quite efficiently. Um, mm -hmm. North Macedonia, at a point, had, I think, like three players back, dude. They were, they were going for it. Um, unfortunately, through this, they conceded a very good counter-attacking goal, uh, finished off by Memphis Depay. Uh, he ended the night with a goal and assist, and uh, Genie Wijnaldum uh, capped off the scoring today with two goals. He scored a decent goal, um, kind of put on a play for him by Memphis. 
Um, mm-hmm. And then the second was also uh, somewhat of a tap in. Not to take it away, you got to be there to score it. You got to be there to miss it. We all know the the line. Um, but I think that 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 Netherlands performance just they were on a cruise control type of vibe for the first half. But as soon as uh, second half came out, they just upped the gear. They just went free flowing. They were passing the ball around. Lovely. It was just it was really really good to watch. I was I was enjoying the game. It was it was a good watch. Just just gonna put it out there. Uh, Gini has scored as many goals at the Euros as he did for Liverpool in 51 games. Just putting it out there. Just putting it's, it out there. You know the the yeah. new PSG midfielder. But um, oh yeah, oh, yeah, we can we can definitely gas him now. He's a PSG <laughs> world class talent, Gini Waldado. <laughs> Um, moving on, Dan, um, what did you think of Marlon, um, Daniel Marlon today? I was I was really impressed with him. I like the way he's always, as soon as he gets a ball, head up, he's always looking for a pass. I think yeah. it is kind of to his detriment because there was a few situations where you just think if you just open your body a bit more, you could maybe just try a shot. But um, we, we love a team player. We love someone that's going to, Look for the the players that he knows can finish things off. Um, is there a confidence thing? I think not. I think it's more it's the role he's being given. It's the type of player he is. Uh, these aren't guys we watch week in week out, so it's nice getting to know their their types of play. Um, another player um, that we don't see often is um, Graven Birch. Probably butchered that low key. Um, <laughs> I was impressed with them. I like a midfielder that's always looking to beat a man. Um, I thought he was really good. Um, very like always looking to attack. Uh, yeah, mm. esque. We're not gonna draw up comparisons, but just that type of big man, Pogba esque. That big mm-hmm. man that's always looking to dribble, get forward, uh, try create something. Um, I think to his detriment though, this game, he was kind of. You see, some of his passes were just unnecessarily off. It's the little things, you know, like the five-year yeah. pass. Just make sure it's make sure it's to the man. And he was kind of like uh, losing a bit of concentration with that. But all in all, impressive performance from him. Let's not forget the kid's only nineteen, so yeah, it's already so so lots of room to grow. Hundred percent, man. It's really brilliant that he's on the stage. But yeah, great to great to see from him. Uh, you were blessed with a lovely game of Ukraine versus Austria. What do you think, but? Um, yeah, you know, beautiful game. One-way traffic. Um, Austria were just in complete control of that game from minute one. Um, Ukraine, they, they, they looked nervous um, for a, a, a group decider where they only needed a draw. Um, they, they couldn't cope with um, the intensity and the pressing um, that Austria brought today. Um, Austria came out there and they meant business and he, they should have maybe got a goal or two more. Um, but that happens, you know, can't always take all your chances. Um, uh, but- Chad, what did you think of uh, David Alaba? I mean, you could say he was kind of at fault for their last game with the penalty. Uh, yeah. Do you think he improved on that today? On that, uh, no, do you he, think that affected he, him at all today? I mean, rather, I, so. I don't think it, it affected him at all. You know, these, these, his type of player, they, they put it behind him pretty quickly. Uh, and you could see that today. 
And when he was whooping in those crosses from my corners, for example, they were really beautiful crosses. Um, and they, they, they put the Ukraine... Yes, beaches. They really put the Ukraine defense and the Ukraine keeper um, under pressure at the back. Um, but I think his performance today was a solid one um, and beautiful delivery. Uh, but Ukraine didn't really offer much going forward as well. You know, um, uh, when they did have the ball, a lot of it was from one side to the other. Um, nothing really incisive from them. Um, Yarmolenko, unfortunately, could not carry them on his back today. Um, didn't really have any massive chances to to get them back into the game. Um, but you never know. They they might scrape through as one of the best placed uh, third teams. Still a lot of football um, to play, though. So. Still a lot of football to play, that is correct. So, unfortunately, their fate was in their hands. It no longer is, and they now just have to wait for the results from the rest of the groups. Speaking of the rest of the groups, Dan, um, what did you think about the Denmark v. Russia game? Um, I, I thought it was, again, a great watch. You know, I had a few of them tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, li- I enjoyed this game quite a bit. It was very open. Both teams were looking to get three points. Both teams needed the three points to to uh, go through off the hopes that Finland don't get a result, of course. Um, I enjoyed the game thoroughly. I thought for the first quarter of the game, it was definitely all Russia. They had the best chances. I mean, Denmark did have the ball in quite a few good areas, but didn't really make anything of it. Um, I thought Golovin had a good chance to score, did shoot it straight at the keeper, and Schmeichel did well to, to make the save. Um, mm. Denmark, I think after the first quarter, I'd say around the 30th minute mark, uh, Denmark just were like, we need the goal, we need the goals, we need the win, we need the three points, and they just took it up a notch. Um, yeah, that- I, I don't know, Dan. Um, you know, Golovin might be missing a little, a little something, something, you no, know, a little bit of juice. It's just after, since after 2018. I just think there's something missing about this guy, man. You know, you know, he, I, he got his move to Monaco 2018, and that juice just isn't in him anymore. I don't I know. I can't just put my something. needle on it. I, I can't put my finger on it, my guy. It's just there's something about Golovin mm. that's not the same, mate. I mean, I was uh, I was looking for his sprints in the 90th minute. And I was just like, what's what's happening with this guy? Why are you jogging? Just, full speed just not there. Eh? Just something's not right. It's, it's, it must be a Russian <laughs> thing. It could just you know, could just be my eye test that's not working. <laughs> but uh, definitely, yeah. Uh, I thought the whole Russian team after the first quarter looked quite flat. I thought Denmark just took the game on, and they just started getting the ball in the right areas. They didn't have a very creative midfield out there. Definitely missing Ericsson. Um, yeah. But the, the midfielders that they did have made sure to stifle Russia at every chance they could get. And um, they're, they're wingers, essentially. Their wingers definitely yeah. um, helped going forward. Uh, the number 14, uh, Damesguard, I think I'm pronouncing that right, um, scored a beauty of a goal. Could the keeper have done better? I, in, um, I think so. I think he did kind of catch him off guard. It was a bit of a snap of a shot. But it was at a decent height, pretty close to the keeper. He should have done better. This was the same keeper running out screaming at his defenders to kick the ball into yeah. touch. And 
you know, I'm I'm reading too much into this keep, but I'm just <laughs> saying I think he I think he should have scored that. Um, Paulson, another player who I've decided to slate and decided to go and prove me wrong. <laughs> um, you you slated him off air and within five ten minutes he proved you wrong. Chad, I was sending um, you career stats of this guy. Like, who is this guy? <laughs> a professional striker at at the top levels of German football and now international. And I'm thinking, how's this guy? And then he just goes and scores a the easiest goal of his career. I'm just like, you know, what? I'm going to start shutting up from now. From now on, the Carrington part will be Chad speaking and I'm going to be like, mm, 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 <laughs> mm, good job, you know? But uh, he's got a, a gift of a goal uh, from a very, you know, it was a fucking poor back pass from that uh, defender. Why? Yeah. Why is that always the option? Just kick it and hope your keeper gets it. Um, I thought Russia were fortunate not to get a red. Um, Their number 13, not even going to remember his name, the out the cup. Um, I thought uh, he was fortunate not to get a red. Already on a yellow, fouling players, trying to break down attacks. Very um, cynical fouls. Very unnecessary fouls. Mm. Uh, Unfortunate for Denmark that he didn't get a red. Um, and that kind of happened around the, I'd say just before, the uh, offside Lukaku goal. And mm-hmm. you just think in the back of your head, if they go a man down, Denmark can still be in control of the game. But the offside Lukaku goal goes in. The You should have seen the Danish fans as soon as that goal went in. It was electric. Like everybody was buzzing. Heads were gone. Bottles were getting thrown on the field. It was just madness. And I was just like, I was soaking all of this in and in the back of my head i'm thinking russia should be a man down here and in all of that uh emotion and the craziness that was going on denmark concede a penalty and russia get a goal back it's it's the fine margins yes denmark did see the game out to 4-1 but it could have gone both ways at that point you know what i mean yeah um christensen andres christensen scored a banger uh not really a defender's goal, but I'm sure you'll you'll take it. And uh, yeah, you know you'll you give it to him, poor guy. Uh, Doesn't score my favors, you know. It's a Chelsea, it's a Chelsea thing. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Myla, the Danish number five. I thought he was impressive today. I was I was enjoying watching him play off the left. Um, I thought had he simplified his game just a little bit more, he could have been a lot more effective for them in moments where they needed um, him. It was around no-no. Um, and then when looking up on the guy, I found that he's actually a right-back. So even more impressed that he's playing so well out of position. He just did spend too much time on the ball. Um, but yeah, he got a goal uh, at the end of it. Well-deserved from him. And yeah, it was just a, it was a really good game to watch. Very open, back to forth, back and forth. It was a, a, a really good watch. Uh, you were lucky enough to watch the Belgium game, Chad. Give us your thoughts, man. Yes, yes, I was. Um, the Belgium game, it was a case of, um, a but it was a bit more open than I anticipated it would be, especially in the first half. Um, but Belgium did control possession a lot. Um, had a couple of chances that they didn't take in the first half. Um, Finland, you know, happy to just. Keep, keep the result nil-nil that they had in the first half. Um, happy to, to go into halftime with a nil-nil, despite some of the chances Belgium had. Um, Lukaku, not 
not taking all his chances that he should have. Um, but it happens sometimes. And um, the the right wing, I'm going to butcher his name. D- Daku or Doku, something along those lines. I'm pretty lines. sure it's not Deku though. That's different. Oh different no, genre. that's that's a different, yeah. different, different uh, uh, genre pod. completely. Different pod. <laughs> uh, uh, once he switched over from the right wing to the to the left wing, um, he was a lot more threatening um, going forward, and he looked as a he looked like a better outlet for Belgium. Um, so halftime, you know. Finland have the result they need at the moment. Happy with the result as it is, even with Denmark being 1-0 up. Um, they started, they did start the second half better though, um, put Belgium under a bit more pressure, um, but they couldn't find a goal. Um, and then the the disallowed goal happened, like you mentioned a few minutes earlier. And it, it sort of it, it sent a, a warning to, to Finland in the sense that they need to tighten up at the back or they will be punished and they will, you know, be on the brink of elimination. And unfortunately, they didn't take that warning. And unluckily for the goalkeeper, you know, came back off him. I didn't really know much about it. And it crept into, in, into the net um, as much as he tried to play it off like he got the ball back before it went over the line. Um, never so works unlucky out. Goal. It never works out. Um, but an unlucky own goal for him. Um, and you could sort of see that, especially with, with the crowd as well, the Finnish fans, um, they, were, they were sort of, they, they looked for a few moments like they were in a bit of a state of shock um, to, to suddenly go from, you know, second in the group to now fourth with no hope of being one of the best placed third teams. Um, and then Russia got their penalty goal and there was sort of the hope that, okay, we can still get something out of this. And they, they did push Belgium to try and get an equalizer. Um, but then Lukaku took his chance, a beautiful ball by, I believe it was De Bruyne. Um, and Lukaku took his chance this time, not offside, um, put it at the back of the net. And Dan, that's again another one of those that you have slandered on the pod. Um, slandered yeah, offline. Thanks, thanks for bringing and it up. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, just, just have to remind you. I'm just, I'll add it to um, the list now. I've got a few names <laughs> over here of guys that just like to like, just be like, Dan, just shut up. Okay. We got this. Just give um, us a game or two. <laughs> so they, they, Belgium got that second and it looked now like Finland were on the brink of somehow going from second in the group prior to the start of the game to bottom of the group. Um, so Belgium's goals really caused a bit of chaos, mm. um, as you have mentioned in the Denmark game. Um, but luckily for Finland, Denmark got another two goals. So Denmark might have um, gone through, congratulations to them, going through in second after a look pretty much impossible before the yeah. game started. Um but unfortunately for Finland, as as much as you might feel bad for them, um, they did bottle this. They they did they did they had their fate in their hand, and they didn't take hold of it. And now they have to hope that results in the other group games goes their way, 
and they can get through as a best place third team with three points. But I think that's that's asking it's asking a lot. So we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, um, just a uh, a quick question, Chad, on uh, Doku. He did have to get moved out to the left. Uh, was that due to the hazard injury? Um, and how did that affect the game? Um, no, look, uh, hazard was um, he. You could see he's still trying to get minutes in his legs. Um, he he wasn't. I wouldn't say he was he, he was effective, but he wasn't the hazard that we know. Yeah. Um, so I think once he gets more minutes in his legs, he might look better. Um, but again, it's, it's it's not a shocker just coming back off injury. Um, hasn't had the best of times in Madrid with regards to injuries and things like that. Um, and De Bruyne today, he was just um, clutch. <laughs> he was brilliant. <laughs> he was brilliant from the from from the first minute. Um, I, th- I think he has the, the most chances created now and he's only played something like, what, 120 minutes or something along those lines. So, Madness. Yeah, it's very, very impressive from him. He had something like seven chances alone in this game that he created. Um, so he was very impressive. Um, Will he be the but, man to uh, carry Belgium to the later stages or him alongside Lukaku? Um, look, I'm. I don't know. I don't think at at the moment they 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 very similar to France in the fact that they don't seem to have got out of third gear at the moment. Yeah. Um, they look like they're still in cruise control, um, but we'll have to wait and see um, in the in the latter stages what they can bring. Um, but let us get on to the games for tomorrow. Only two games tomorrow. Um, first, we have, I mean, they're both playing at the same time, but yeah. we have Croatia v. Scotland. Scott likely to be involved there again. Um, and then at the same time, we have England v. Czech, Czech Republic. Republic. Yeah. That is for top spot in that group with both um, Czech Republic and England on four points, but Czech Republic um, in first of goal difference. Um, and then Croatia and Scotland is either for best place third team or possibly even second, um, depending how the results in the other game goes. So that would be, uh, that might be a bit of an interesting watch. Um, I'm hoping you know, to see a uh, rotated England side tomorrow because I feel like the rotated England side is better than the starting lineup this prick keeps putting out. I mean, I mean, look, when you have Rashford and Sancho and being rotated, and Grealish and Bellingham um, being your rotated starters, um, I think you are in a very good position. Yeah. Um, Kane has also been confirmed to start tomorrow. I do not know why people are questioning why Kane isn't scoring or why whether Kane should start or not um, when his manager clearly his tactics are not providing enough creativity. But I'm not getting into that again. Keen to uh, take a trip to the tote on uh, Harry Kane goal tomorrow. Not going to lie. Um, <laughs> just, just, look, if yeah, if they rotate that, that those players around him to the players that the whole world knows should be playing, chances are yeah. Harry Kane gets a goal. Look, chances are England win 3-0. If, okay, I'm being very... 
optimistic with a three nil award and generous with a three nil. Um, but chances are England perform much better. England are much more creative, and England score goals. Yeah. Um, defense might be a bit different. I don't know whether they'll whether he'll rotate defense that much. Um, but I expect to see Harry to 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 get some minutes tomorrow. Um, yeah, it'd might, be nice oh, to see some yeah. United players involved. We were no, we, look, we look, today. I am I am more than happy for Luke to get another game off yeah. and Trippier to play left back. I don't mind that. Um, I I don't mind if he doesn't play a United player because we need the rest. We do. But I. You've already called dubs on that game, so I am more than happy yeah, to give you that one if he plays as terribly as they have. I'm sat here thinking I did call dubs and I'm hoping for a rotated 11, but at the same time, I just know this guy's going to play for a draw just so that both teams can go through. And I'm <sighs> going to be sat there bored out of my fucking mind. But anyway, that's tomorrow's uh-huh. issues chat. Um, yes, it is. Um, we, will, we will catch you guys again tomorrow. Don't forget to like, share, comment. Give us your thoughts. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Disagree, disagree. We all ears. Um, we are always happy to receive your feedback. Um, but like I said, like, share, comment, follow. And we will see you tomorrow, guys. Cheers. Cheers, guys.